This is the EWN Podcast Network. This podcast is brought to you by Epic Living with Jean, where we believe that creating an epic life involves maintaining a healthy body, and that starts with healthy eating. I am proud to be partners with Epicure, a brand that is revolutionizing how busy families put meals on the table. Together, we're on a mission to transform your approach to mealtime. We offer clean, healthy products, menu planning options, and recipe inspiration that is not only delicious, but also adjustable to fit any dietary program. It's a game changer for busy households, making meals accessible and economical and ready in 20 minutes or less. Because here's the deal, living epic means working towards a healthier you and what you put in your body matters. Join me in this culinary adventure where every meal becomes a step towards a healthier, more epic you. Go to epiclivingwithgene.com for more information. We all have lives filled with stories. The stories make us who we are, and they are all important. Welcome to Epic Stories. I'm your host, Jean Tillery, and I want to talk stories with you. Welcome back. I know it was a longer hiatus than expected, but the thing that I love about my job is that I am able to drop what I'm doing and attend to emergency situations when they arise. But I am back, and I am currently working from Key West, Florida, while attending Mile Zero Fest, my favorite musical festival, and my favorite week of the year. Speaking of year, at the start of every new year, I create a list, a new list of 100 dreams. Now, there are always some dreams that move from one year's list to the next, and one of those that has been on my list for a while has been to collect stories about my parents from the people that knew them and then put them together in a binder for each of my kids and my nieces and nephews. They have little memories of my parents, if any at all, and I want to give them a chance to know them through the people that knew them. As I was decorating for the holidays, I found myself remembering the stories behind some of the decorations, the candle that my oldest made when he was in first grade, the beaded ornaments that my daughter made while we were building our house. We couldn't put up a tree, so she hung them from the light fixture in the kitchen. The hand-painted ornaments that I had made for my youngest son, one for each of the baseball teams he played on. There are so many stories. And not just centered around the holidays, but vacations, weekend trips, school, sports, and really just everyday life. These stories are important, and they need to be remembered and passed down. And that's what I want to talk to you about today. It's a new year, and I have a challenge for you, but we'll get to that in a minute. Let's first talk about why it's important. Last night, I was backing up photos from my phone onto my computer. For some reason, with the latest iOS update, tons of photos that had been shared with me from other people through text messages got downloaded onto my phone. Most of these I didn't need to keep, and I had to spend an hour just weeding through them all and saving the ones I wanted, not sure if they had been backed up somewhere else or not. It occurred to me that we take 
tons of photos now that we have an easy camera in our pocket. Personally, I use it to not only take pictures, but to have easy access to directions, to tickets, boarding passes, bank balances, instructions. I send recipes to my clients. I take screenshots of recipes that I find online that I want to try. I take pictures of menus that I need to enlarge so that I can read the small print. Websites I need to visit. Memes that I want to use. I can easily rack up a thousand photos on my phone, but fewer of those are actually pictures that I want to keep. And those pictures that I do want to keep have no relevance for someone who wasn't there to know what the story was. That's why years ago I started scrapbooking. For me, it's not just an artistic and creative venture, but a way to capture the stories that go with the photos. And even though that is my goal, I still have boxes and boxes of photos to go through. Over the holidays, it hit me that both sets of my grandparents are gone, my parents are gone, and all but one of my parents' brothers and sisters are gone. Many of the remaining family and friends that are still with me have memory issues. There are very, very few people left who can tell me stories about my parents and my grandparents. And I really think those stories need to be saved. And I've got 10 reasons why. Number one, family stories often carry cultural, uh, cultural and historical significance. They can be a way to pass down traditions, values, customs from one generation to the next, contributing to the preservation of the heritage. Number two, family stories help individuals connect with their roots and understand their identity. Knowing about experiences, struggles, and achievement of our ancestors can provide a sense of belonging and continuity. For example, in my case, my kids have very few memories of my parents. They both died when my kids were very young, and my nieces and nephews, most of them had never even met them. They were born after my parents were gone. So it's a great way for them to connect to the family. Number three, sharing family stories can strengthen family bonds. It fosters a sense of unity among family members as they learn about shared experiences and challenge and triumphs. And I think that's important in a time when our families with divorce and separations and so much um, illness and death, I think it's great to have those stories to be able to unite us together. Number four, family stories often contain valuable life lessons and wisdom. They can can serve as a source of guidance for the younger generations, offering insights into how previous family members navigated challenges and made important decisions. Number five, as time passes, memory fades. Preserving these family stories helps document these memories, ensuring that they are not lost with the passing of generations. Number six, family stories invoke emotions and create a deeper emotional connection among family members. They provide a narrative that goes beyond just the facts, and they help humanize ancestors and make them relatable. Family stories can also be educational, offering a different perspective on historical events, 
or providing context to certain periods in time. I love the stories that my mom used to tell me about um, what life was like living in, in wartime and how they had to save and how they planted victory gardens and things like that. Things that our kids today would never even know about without those stories. Number eight, they're stories of resilience, determination, success within a family can serve as inspiration for current and future generations. They show that challenges can be overcome and that dreams can be pursued. Number nine, family stories often include information about traditions, rituals, and customs, ways to preserve these that are passed down and maintained within a family. And of course, number 10, it's fun. It's a great activity to learn about a family, and it's great to have your kids involved in helping to preserve those stories. As you preserve them, they can learn more and become kind of attached to them. Now, there's many ways to collect stories. There's more traditional ways, such as oral interviews with family members. These are great because you can get personal anecdotes and stories, great memories, for example. A good friend of my parents once told me the story of how he and my dad were hosting a party and they didn't have a bowl big enough to mix the punch. Since he was a contractor, it made perfect sense for him and my dad to grab the brand new toilet out of the box in his garage to mix the punch in. Now, that's a story worth sharing. Then there's written documentation, journals, and diary keeping within the family. It's not done now as often as it was in the past, but you can encourage family members to write down memories and stories at holiday gatherings or family events. Letters are certainly a way to tell stories. They're not a big thing now, but one of the greatest gifts that I was ever given was a binder with printouts of every email that my mother had sent to a friend of hers. After my mom passed away, that was a treasure for me to read all of those things that she wrote about over all those years and see all the things that she bragged about on me and my kids. And of course, we have technology now that's new that allows us to easily capture, save, and share information. And you can take advantage of that. Audio and video recordings, for example, you can set up a camera at a family gathering or an event and let people tell their stories that way. There's storytelling apps and platforms. Now, I scrapbook and paper, but you can use digital, digital scrapbooking to create online scrapbooks and have multimedia elements into them. And you can make them collaborative so that other families can add to them also. And of course, one of my favorite ways to collect stories is through family recipes, by using the recipe that have been passed down throughout your family and what the story is about that recipe or that meal. This is very important to me this year, these stories and, and keeping them and treasuring them. It's a dream that I am focusing on, and I'm encouraging you to do the same thing. 
I am going to be posting monthly story challenges on my Epic Living with Jean Facebook page starting in February to keep me accountable. And I hope that you will join in for one or for all of them. Today, we have more information at our fingertips than ever before. But without a reference point, that information doesn't mean much. It is our stories that provide the importance, the relevance to that information. So let's all work together to save our stories. Thanks for hanging out with me. If today's episode struck a chord with you and you want to spread the love, please share using the hashtag Epic Living Podcast and leave a comment on my Facebook page. Head over to my website, epiclivingwithjean.com to learn more about what it means to live epic. And while you're there, download a free guide, Seven Ways to Start Living Epic, and it will help you take your first step. If you want to learn more about my Dream Manager program or just want to chat about what epic might look like in your life, reach out to me and let's set up a call. See you next time. I hope you go out and live epic today and every day. And remember, it's all about the story.